0: right here we are here we are welcome back welcome back science in between this is ollie this is scott yeah here we are look at us look at us
1: so uh so
0: ollie so scott (laughs) it's
1: this time it's the it's the most happiest time of the year which is grading season yeah, so, they they so, can't
0: see they can't see me right now, but I'm yeah. I'm literally ru- rubbing my temples because I am in grading. You know, I'm in a a a, a pit of grading. Hell. A pit. A pit. Uh,
1: a flaming pit of uh, dumpster fire grading. So yeah, like- so. I say, I
0: say to I say to my students, don't assign something if you don't want to grade it. I mean, yeah. I want to I, I want to grade it. It's just that there that in in order for these assessments that I'm giving to be meaningful, they've got to be long, and mm. for me to provide good feedback, that means I got to spend like you know time on each one of these, and then mm. I have to find that time. That's the problem, and I just have to get in like this. You know bunker. I got to get in the bunker. The grading a grading bu- bunker. I, bunker. I, bun- right. I do. I, I'm in a grading bunker right now. Right. Just, <laughs> At an yeah.
1: undisclosed location.
0: Yeah. Sh- don't don't tell anyone. I'm not, post- I'm not posting it till I'm out of the bunker.
1: Grading <laughs> grading bunker.
0: Yes.
1: Um. Well. So. Band name. Band there name. You go.
0: <laughs> grading bunker. <laughs> Aggressive grading bunker. It's a yes. punk band. Yes. Uh. Uh, that, it, yeah, that's the, all awful. their
1: all their songs are are letter grade based.
0: Yes, <laughs> <laughs> this is a formative assessment. Wow, Thank that you. just went. Yeah, that Thank went. You. You. That's going yeah. viral. That one right there. So yeah.
1: sorry for those of you who I just blew up your radio with my 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 loud uh, yeah, system of your... a down version of <laughs> assessment talk. <laughs> Yeah, that's all great. right. Um, so we are, in fact, today going to be talking about assessment and, um, and evaluation, which I think is what we're really talking about and what we're frustrated. Uh, I'll say I'm frustrated with. I think assessment's amazing. I think evaluation is where I struggle with this whole thing. Um, but I think we wanted to talk about it in general. We wanted to dig into, um, you know, how it how we've talked a little bit about how it works in AST. So I think that. That can be part of this conversation, uh, or ambitious science teaching. um, Since I used AST and then had to clarify, Um, right? For all the first-time listeners, the the
0: every every time you do that, I want to go. Are you down with AST? You know, you know, you know me. Yeah, I just want to do that, even though it's like a really
1: terrible reference.
0: It's a a horrible song from the '90s that has not aged well. But nope. But nope.
1: thanks, thanks for referencing it. It was good. Damn, there you gate. go. Um, so, uh, but I, I do think um, there are a lot of interesting things to think about in terms of assessment and evaluation, and especially in environments that um, where we're trying to move away from status quo teaching, because it's I, I know it's the question that we get as teacher educators, whether that's with pre-service teachers or with in-service teachers, maybe most especially with in-service teachers is like, yeah, but I've still got, you know, in Pennsylvania, the Keystone exam. I've still got some standardized exam. I've still got.
0: I still have content to teach. I still have all this content to teach. Yes. And I have shared
1: assessments in my building and everybody has to take them on the same day. And.
0: Right. And they're all the same format, right? They're well, all they're the same
1: test, yeah. Right. They're the
0: same test. They look exa- the same. So we can't like change, you know, nope, the font man. size. We can't like do anything. Can't they, do anything. Uh, by nope. common, they mean, you common. know, it's common. They're exactly the same. E-
1: everyone does them. And everyone the justification for all those. Like like what is it that, you know, and you you get a whole laundry list of justifications for these kinds of things. So I think, you know, assessment is, I think, the Most difficult challenge, maybe in schooling, but certainly with um, with more ambitious forms of practice, because in addition to all the complexity that comes with the new forms of pedagogy, one of the biggest things you have to grapple with if you're really if you really care about. Ambitious forms of practice is the equity piece of the evaluation, and mm-hmm. that is enormous, right? And I think probably anybody listening to this knows the general, you know, shape of that, which is that you know the vast majority of um, certainly standardized exams, as much as they try to eliminate bias, have bias in them, and and we'll talk about that too. But um, but I mean
0: the, the the actual like for me the connotation when I hear the word standardized, I mean that is. Like the opposite of equity, right? I mean, because right. like, like to be equitable, recognizes differences, yeah. and that means that if it's standardized, that it it's not designed. It's
1: by definition not equitable.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. And so when we say common assessments, in it, it's inequitable. Yeah. Like it's it's built in. It's built into the DNA of that. Right. Yeah. I
1: mean, you can't be responsive and rigid right. at the same time. Like that. Right. Those things. Those things are impossible. So, um, so yeah, I mean, so let me just, I'm, I'm just going to set up a few things and then we'll open it up and I want to hear you start talking since you're in grading, the grading bunker. I want to hear about how grading bunker is and how you deal with it. And then we'll talk about other things, but, um, so just for, for the lay audience, for the people who don't think about education as much as, as Ali and I do, um, There One distinction we want to make is between assessment and evaluation. So I already mentioned that. So the distinction essentially is assessment is the gathering of data uh, in a classroom in whatever form it takes. So you're trying to find out things about your students. Um, So that. Is a data gathering process and then evaluation and it's in the name is giving a value to that stuff. So those two things are separate processes and we lump them together and think of them as the same because so many of our assessments are evaluations. Um, but and, they're I mean, not the same I would, thing. I
0: would argue that there there are some in some classrooms that no assessments. There's all evaluation, right?
1: Well, I mean hey, you, you can't, can't, you a, can't yeah, no, well yeah, you can't do it. the evaluation part without the assessment part. You have to gather the data right. before you can evaluate it. But I think you're right in the
0: sense that there's I mean, a very the purpose of it, right? Correct. The purpose of it is it yes. is about the evaluation. That's it's right. not about the assessment. Yeah you know? I agree
1: 100%. Yeah. And, it's not and, about
0: informing the learning. I mean cuz that's the from my point of view that's the that's the reason why we do the assessments, right? right. Is to inform learning and yeah,
1: and teaching, right? And, and that's teaching, the, right. that's the other distinction is the difference between summative and formative assessments, which formative assessments are designed to help the teacher understand what's going on in class so they can modify and be responsive. Uh summative is you know again as is in the title is sort of to s- summarize, what's been learned, right? So, so those two functions are slightly different. So, okay, th- I just wanted to make those. So, those are the two distinctions: assessment and evaluation, and formative and summative assessments. And then, and then, but I agree with you. You know, and and maybe this transitions well into you thinking about being in grading hell and and what that means for you.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, from my perspective, I mean, I, this is how I design my classes. I design my classes that there there are no summative assessments. Everything is a formative assessment. It's only when the student themselves chooses to say, yeah, I'm 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 done. This is I've learned everything I can from this or more importantly, I'm happy with what you know the yeah. feedback and I, I i can't i don't want to do any more work on this right. you know so everything is like I, I tell them everything like you want to redo it revise it go ahead i've given you feedback cuz all the feedback that i provide to students is is based on that it is based on here's w- what what i need you to think about here's where i need you to revise these are areas that you need to explore it's all from that and and students in my class do not do not say wally doesn't give good feedback or doesn't give enough feedback you know and mm-hmm. i'm I, I can be a Pretty direct with my feedback as I'm a pretty direct person. Right. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's, uh, you know, I'm pretty straight shooter with things. And I I find that students often just to go, okay, yeah, I'm not I'm just not going to do that. Yeah. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, can I let me let me ask a follow up clarifying question? Sure. So you give them feedback. Do you give them, do you evaluate it? Do you give them a grade as part of that? Or do you just give yeah. them feedback and say you keep going until you, you feel like you're done?
0: Right. Well, I do give a grade. I do give it because they want to like, they all want rubrics. They all want like, uh, it's like, it's yeah.
1: Oh, rubrics. It, That's like a whole I different episode.
0: Yeah. I, I have a love hate relationship with uh, rubrics. And, my, and depending on the day, it's more love and more hate. But, um, I think that I guess we should probably talk about like I would think that people out there know what a rubric is right? Yeah I don't think we
1: need to go deep in rubrics. It's like but...
0: every two steps we have to define what we're talking about but Damn. you know rubrics I I think what it it does I mean it, it gives students a, this sense of security I think of like how they're going to be assessed um but i think that that it raises the the floor a little bit for for students like i get less when, when i provide a, a rubric i get less like really out there stuff that are just mm-hmm. like yeah you're not even close um but it also re- re- lowers the ceiling right i get yeah. less mm-hmm. out there stuff right i get right. you know cuz i get really creative students who are just like hey can i do this yes you can yes that sounds yes. awesome go down that go down that path. Yes, I like it. Mm-hmm. But then, um, you know, so the r- rubric is, you know, confining by design.
1: You yeah. know? right. That's what it, that, it right. By design, a rubric is a way of explicitly articulating exactly the things that you're going to evaluate and how you're going to evaluate them on some sort of descriptive scale. You get five points, doing this but if you right. do that you get four points and so on and and so you have a bunch of categories and you have a bunch of ratings and then you give scores to people
0: so it and it only it, just it only just I really identifies the known right like it yeah. like it's like you as a teacher are saying this is the thing that I'm expecting from students and this is how I'm gonna assess it and there are thing ways that students and this guy I guess how we can cycle back to the the equitable piece is that if if you have a, a rubric and you're designing it for your own perspectives, your own modalities, your own ways of communicating, um, then your that rigidity that you know is going to build build a inequity into it mm-hmm. because, like, some student who's going to say, you know what, I you know I was I was talking to a, uh, one of my students who's out in um out in the field and and she, she found like one of our students was really struggling with written assessments. And I go, well, have you tried um, it, talking to him? Have you tried like, she goes, I really think he knows what's going on. Yeah. And I go, well, have you thought about talking to him? Like, yeah. and and so she did. And she's like, that that just changed everything. Like the kid clearly knows the stuff. It's just, he's having a hard time writing the stuff yeah. because we have students at lots of different levels of, of writing and reading capabilities. But these students, this student was, In her class like listening participating you know really engaged in conversations and so just changing that i mean i I guess it comes back to what is the purpose of the assessment Mm. if it's to really understand where students are in terms of their learning then you know standardizing it and saying hey everybody's got to take this written thing but if it's like if it's really how well are students going to perform on a written exam considering their own backgrounds and factors. <laughs> yeah. And their you know, and the fact that some students didn't have breakfast and that other right. students, you know, yeah. were were yeah, all of the fa- all of the factors, All, right? of, the all of them. All yeah. the things.
1: Yeah. yeah. And then and then there's the fundamental question of like what is the purpose of evaluation especially in schools and and right. that is to put kids in buckets so that later we can we can decide who are the good ones and who are the bad ones. I mean there's just no other way to put it, right? It is absolutely the purpose of of grades is is economic and it has to do with future employers wanting to know like okay, I have Ollie and Scott in front of me and I want to know which one I should hire. Well, Scott's got all B's and C's, and Ollie's got all A's, so that makes it easy. Now I know who the better person is, right? And, who, and therefore, Ollie's the better person for the job. And and if that isn't systematized oppression, I don't know what is, right? I mean, it's yeah. it's built right into it, right? We we set up a system where people get scored. Those scores have consequential impact on their lives and those scores are based on on a system that was not designed for everyone to have an opportunity to succeed it's it's designed to have only certain people succeed um so i mean this is this that's the for me the fundamental problem i have with evaluation is at least the current structures we have and, and, you know, you can talk about, oh, well, you're a teacher, you can be flexible and you can, and you can, and and I do do that. I take advantage of the fact that I have a lot of flexibility, especially as a university faculty member in terms of how I give out grades. But that said, I can't say I'm not giving out grades. I can't say um, yeah. I, I abdicate that and say that grades are unethical and I will not do it. I have to give kids grades um but it also creates a system where where kids throughout you know some some people say oh well i've got these kids who are just obsessed with grades they come in and they're like oh how do i get an a how do i get a b and often we think of those as the top kids who are concerned about that but really all of them are doing it and sometimes they're doing it so they can game the system to get just enough grade to be able to pass so they don't have yeah. to hang around in 10th grade for another year but but it becomes a game of getting grades rather than a game of of or yeah, I mean it's all games, um, a game of learning something.
0: So I I I talk assessment to people all the time because I just I hey was, you there was, you there come over yeah. here I want to talk. No, I'm 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 you know I'm a teacher I, I like I see myself as as a teacher you know first and and that's mm-hmm. um and I engage with a lot of people who are also teachers and. Uh so I I had a, a conversation with recently with a another professor who isn't at my institution. So I need to say that he's a, yeah. someone who's not at my institution, but who is this bad
1: actor is not at Millersville.
0: No, he's not. And no. so, but he's a uh, a person who's in who who, who teaches writing. Okay, mm. and mm. Uh, at the
1: at the university level or at the K twelve at the H-12? at the university okay. level. Okay, and so, so
0: he uh he came in. Uh, On the first day, this is what he says he does. He comes in the first day, he says, everybody in this class is getting an A, regardless of whether you show up or not. If you come here and engage in the process, you will become better writers. If you're just interested in the A, don't come back. (laughs) I like it. And... And yeah, I'm wrestling with it. I'm really wrestling with it because it, at the part, because at one point I was just like, "Is that is that educational malpractice? You know, is that like..."
1: Oh, interesting. Oh, wow. I want to hear. I want to hear. But wait, wait, before you go to the or, I want to hear the educational malpractice argument.
0: Right. Well, because like I mean, he's just given it. Like he just like there's no like these students are not engaging in any like there. He says a third of the students, a so half of the students just stop coming. Like yeah. after that first day. They're they're like are you serious and he's like yeah absolutely I, I'm I'm hundred percent hundred percent you can you not know, come back and he yeah. says you have my word and ah, a third to a half of them just don't come back yeah and he's like and I don't have to do it deal with them I don't have to deal with the bad actors they're just here for the grade so yeah. I give them the grade the other people who are interested in the learning
1: yeah they hang
0: they hang and they yeah. become better writers yeah. and I'm just like. Oh, my head hurt from that. Yeah. I was just like, I don't know where I land on it. I really don't.
1: Yeah. Well, I know where I land on it for sure. You're like,
0: you're like, I'm doing it. You're like, uh, I'm-
1: no. Well, I think, I think in essence, I already do it, but I want to talk about, I want to talk about that too. But, but, uh, yeah, I think, um, I think that is, that is a reasonable and enlightened response to an insane system. I, d- I mean, the thing – so here's – I'll tell you a story about something that happened in – in um, in not, it wasn't actually in my class. So my my uh, a former doctoral student, J.D. McCausland, who I worked with, um, who has since graduated, moved on to a faculty position. He used to teach the methods course before mine. And one day I was in there. It was the first day of class, and they were going through the syllabus, and they got to the grading part. And Penn State, probably like most universities, has a standard scale. So it's like a 95 and above or whatever. 92 and above is an A, and 92 and below is an A-, and so on. You guys all have seen this. This grading scale has existed since Christ was corporal. So so there's this grading scale. And... Um, and they were talking and and what JD had done instead of reading through the syllabus as typically happens he just gave them all the syllabus electronically and then he highlighted some sections that were up for negotiation so he highlighted this section about the grades and he said okay how do people feel about this grading scale and one of the students said you know um it makes me really uncomfortable and nervous because That's a really high expectation for an A. And I know it's not just you. It's the way that works. But I feel like it's really, you know, and uh, just to put this in perspective too, all these students, the majority of the classes that they've taken up till now have been in science, right? Because they're science education students. So they're like, and they're used to like the class average in on the test being a 43 Right. Mm -hmm. And then maybe get scaled up. And so you get a 43 on the exam, but the grade you actually get is a 76, right? Because they give you 30 points because everybody failed the test. So, which is another insane thing to talk about. But they said, well, it'd be really nice if, if, if maybe like an A was like 85 and above. How would that be? And he's like, fine. Sounds good to me. And uh, they're like, oh, my God, I can't even tell you how much relief that is to know that 85 and above, like uh, uh, understanding, right, for you and I and like people who think about assessment, that that is entirely arbitrary, like both the score that you get and the scale. So then JD was like, well, what if we did 80 and above is an A? And they're like, yeah, okay, yeah, I mean, that sure, that would be great. And then he's like, well, what about if we did 70 and above is an A? And everyone's like... Oh no, no. No, 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 no. that's mm-hmm. not good. Now now we're and and then and then, you know, it's like, well, what if fifty and above was an A? And it's like, absolutely not. Like that is that's completely unfair. Like and and it leads to this conversation of like, well, what's unfair about it? Like what makes fifty unfair and ninety-five fair for an A? What does an A mean? Like all of that stuff. And then that leads to this conversation about assessment in a teaching yeah. class, which is like, well, what does it mean? And I think the truth is, and we all know this, that it doesn't mean much, right? It's, it's arbitrary and it's arbitrary within a system, again, that is designed for certain people to succeed and others not. And that is, as you clearly pointed out, inequitable,
0: right? It's, it's a sorting it's this it's the sorting hat
1: it's it's, uh, the, it's the worst version of the sorting hat ever invented
0: right yeah because like you know when I talk to my my colleagues in in the sciences on the other end of the you know campus they're they're always like well all, all the people in your building give A's yeah you know and it's like uh maybe you know and, and you got beef with that like what's
1: the problem yeah. like I mean that's my response it's like wh- who does it hurt? Who does it hurt if I give, if I go, like, I'm going to have to submit grades in a week or a week and a half. If I give every one of my students A's, who is hurt by that?
0: So, okay, I'll, I'm going to play devil's advocate. Please. So push back, yeah, yeah. Push back Please. on this. Okay. So, so I teach this assessment class, right? Yeah. For I teach an assessment class r- right now. These are the papers that I'm grading. And so I have, you know, a couple of students who are just clearly not demonstrating that they have a, a really solid understanding of assessment. Okay. Um, and uh, they're going to be teachers. They're they're going to be student teaching in the spring. They're mm-hmm. going to be student teaching in like six weeks. Yep. They're going to be full time teachers, presumably. Mm-hmm. You know, nine months from now. You know, ten months from now. Uh, are we okay with giving them an A? Are we okay with saying this? The student has earned an A based on the level of knowledge they've demonstrated.
1: Well, you threw a word in there that we haven't yet discussed, but gets brought up in grades all the time, which
0: is earned. So what do you mean right. by earned? Well, I mean, based on the, the – because the, another way to look at assessment is not based on – Evaluation, um, you mean. Evaluation. You know, okay. I'm yeah. using the words interchangeably. Yeah, okay. you are. Um, and I, I don't mean to. But um, that what – it doesn't just communicate – that the value it communicates actually means something to somebody else. It's not just about like, Hey, we've sorted something. It's about the level of knowledge they possess. If the assessment is fair. (laughs) Okay.
1: That, that asterisk is so big. You can't even lift it. But I
0: I, I would have, but in Uh in, in my, like, so if I have a student who cannot write a learning objective, cannot say, Hey, this is what the purpose of this lesson was. Right. Okay, Those are
1: two different things, but okay. Carry Uh, on.
0: If they say, Hey, here, here was my, the purpose of my lesson. And here was the way I was planning to assess it. And here's my analysis of that assessment. Uh And there are like gigantic gaps in their knowledge and ability. Yeah. What do I do as a teacher for that? Like, as do, do I say this, this person has demonstrated enough knowledge that they are able to become a teacher. Well, okay. And would so, you, and would you be okay? Let's, let's change it. Move it away from, uh, you know, like we have a big, we have a big nursing program on campus. Yeah. Okay. So it's getting medical at some, point. right. I know it does. It does. Cause I mean, that's, I mean, that's, would you be okay if a, a, a nurse was given all A's, but they're really doing, they've demonstrated in their classroom that they really know 40% of the content.
1: Okay. Well, wow. There's so much to unpack there. Where to start? Um, I, I, that's why
0: I, I'm like throwing it in. I'm throwing yeah. it in. Like,
1: okay. So, time- so first of all, you're saying that the assessments that you've given indicate that this person knows forty percent of the content, so yeah. I mean okay I, I just
0: picked I just picked the number i' forty yeah, I mean, yeah. but let's but let's let's take a aside i'm in this I'm in this situation right now. I have a student who has emailed me like she she has emailed me four times this week because she just hasn't engaged with the content, and she it's clear that she hasn't engaged with the content she doesn't know the content she hasn't you know, so now at the end of the semester, she is likely to fail my class. Yeah. It's likely that she's going to fail my class. And now all that she's interested in is getting enough points to be able to bump up to the, and I'm like, look, it's what you have to do is go back and learn the content because you haven't engaged. You know, she, she comes late to my class all the time. She misses classes. Now I don't know her, her personal story, mm-hmm. right? I don't know any of that, but I do know that the, the work that she's submitted and I've given her opportunities to revise and resubmit every assignment. And she has not chosen to do that. Mhm. And so now at the point of this semester where it's like it's that last, you know, last call for, you know, you know, success. And now it's like, hey, I'm looking at my grade and realizing I'm at risk of failing. Yeah. And what what do I do with this student? What do I do with this student who is going to be in a classroom in 6 weeks?
1: And why is failing them an impossibility?
0: Oh no, it's not an impossibility. But I, but it, it what it is is it's the uh, if we give everybody an A, this girl is getting an A.
1: Yeah, that's true. Um, so, so play out for me then. You give this girl an A and she moves on into student teaching. Right? Right. That's where she is.
0: She will be in student teaching.
1: Okay. So what do you think is going to happen there?
0: Well... I, I would assume that in, in some way, in, I would hope in some way, um, actually I don't hope it happens. I would hope that it doesn't happen that in some way it plays out with her interactions with her mentor, her actor interactions with students and her, interact. I mean, this is an assessment class. It's not like, mm-hmm. you know, it, so it's, if she's not able to, you know, apply her knowledge of assessment in her classroom settings, then I think her students suffer.
1: Possibly. Yeah. But there are also people who probably get A's in your class whose students are going to suffer because they have a whole different, problem that isn't that isn't graded by your assessment class oh they're really awesome assessments don't don't (laughs) no no that's not what i'm saying what i'm saying is there's lots of skills to teaching and and assessments one of them yeah Um, absolutely so so the i mean i think the the problem that we have right is we have what is clearly an inequitable system right yeah and so within that inequitable system we have to decide which pieces of the inequity we're willing or able to fight so your the point that you're making is that look the this is a time limited course like this course ends monday um and i have no choice in extending the course i can't say this girl needs more time She she needs to continue to study this stuff before. It's not a mastery based system, right? It's a system where it is time delimited. And at the end of that time, people are scored. They're given an evaluation right at at, that is time based. Right. And this goes back to conversations we've had about K-12 where where we've divvied kids up by age, put them into the system and then said, well, if they're the same age, they should be performing at exactly the same level. Well, it's the same. It's the same version and microcosm in your class, right? So, this girl, we don't know, as you said, we don't know her story. Like it could be that she's um, just flaky. It could be that she's dealing with all sorts of stuff at home, that or that she has or, a job that's a, very or stressful, a health, or a health
0: condition, or, or a health condition,
1: or who knows, right? So, it could be right. a million reasons why she's not performing well in your class. So, we're taking a thin slice of of her life and saying, well based on how she's performing in this i'm going to give her an evaluation as a and and it becomes a thing that that she has to carry right that becomes part of her identity whether you whether you as the instructor like it or not right so if you give her a c or an f like that is that is now part of her identity in fact it's permanently in her record right so i guess the question is how do we feel about that and and for me i feel not good about that because oh, I don't feel great
0: about this. I don't I know, feel like I know you don't. I, I'm not trying I'm to not, put that on you. But what
1: I'm trying to say is that we have to figure out what choices we're willing to make. Now, if this person, if this young woman is actually terrible at teaching, there's lots of natural consequences for her out in the world. Like she's going to get hired, she's going to get fired, she's not going to be able to keep a job, whatever. There's lots of ways that this may play out. It might also play out that she ends up being the best teacher that ever graduated from the program because because it turns out that grades that you get in school are not in one to one correspondence to your ability to be a good teacher and i think we both know that right so so the problem is we don't know we don't you know this is an it's an assessment question actually we don't have all the data we need to make right. a decision about this and to make an evaluation and so what we do is we presume um based on Long periods of patterns of the way that schools operate is well, what I know about the kid from my class is the totality of what I need to know to be able to give them an evaluation. And so I evaluate them. And then I say, well, the only fair way to do it is in my class, that kid doesn't show up, doesn't do the work, doesn't engage. And this kid over here does show up, does do the work, and does engage. So that kid gets an A, the engaged kid, and the unengaged kid gets an F or a C or a D or whatever. Right. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, but. Uh, so, I I think that, you know, I'm in a, uh, I'd like to think of myself as an equity-minded person. Yeah, you know? definitely are, 100%. And so, when I design my class, I have multiple assessments, multiple ways of assessing, multiple ways of participating. And like I said, I have every single assessment in my class is something that students can revise Mm-hmm. and they can resubmit based on the feedback i give um and so I, in in my head i'm going well, what what could i've done differently with a student or how else could cuz one of the things we want to try to do is have multiple data points for students as many data points and mul- many and diverse data points to be able to assess students right, right. so it's not just Absolutely. based on and and i feel like i've done that and i feel like i've gone okay so this st- student you know i don't know I, I'm really at a loss because I don't, this doesn't happen to me very often. Where True. I get a student who's at this position, if it was a student who was dealing like in another class right now, I have a student who has has been dealing with a lot of mental health issues and it's just checked out. She's going to get an incomplete because she she and I has been in in contact. She's you know, and, and I'm going to give her more time. I'm going to extend the time for her because I mm-hmm. realize that this isn't the best time for her to try to engage in in what is in this class, a a pretty intensive class. Um, But I was aware of that, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I can respond in, in, in kind, in in, in, in ways that are responsive to her needs. Um, Right. I don't know what the situation is with this other student.
1: No, you don't. So, so then, so that makes it okay to treat her differently? No,
0: I I mean, I know it
1: it sounds like that's what you're saying. But but here's the thing, right? I think I think the thing that you're struggling with and that I struggle with and that we all struggle with, because it's part of the nature of this is I'm going to compare it to um, to racism. Right. And with reason, I think. So there's a difference when you say I'm not a racist. Right. When I say I'm not a racist, like I don't judge people based on their skin color or whatever. Right. Like a it's disingenuous to say that, but let's assume that that's true. And I really am not. I do not behave in any way, shape or form as a racist in my day to day interactions with other humans, even given the impossibility of that. So but even if that is true, even if that is true the system is racist right i mean this is the definition of the system this is the right. definition of systematic racism and systematic oppression the system is racist okay I have family members who would argue with that but no, well, i would I, not <laughs> i don't think i don't think there's actually any way to argue with it but okay i mean you could say no i right. don't agree but but right. i mean all you have to do is look at the data um but anyway the point being The system that is set up that you're dealing, that you're grappling with, right, is intentionally designed. um, And this is like, I I need this quote. I forget the person who who made this. I'm almost positive was a technology nerd, so maybe you'll know it. But systems are designed to produce the outcomes that they produce right so so the system that exists it it Mm -hmm. was designed to produce the outcomes that it does and that that's just the definition of a system right so you know we have we have a a system that certain people are are going to succeed in and others are not um and so you know yeah i think the thing that you're struggling with is you're saying look uh, me Ollie, i'm doing everything in my power to make uh, make my class equitable fair to to give kids as much opportunity to be successful as possible and i believe that to be the truth that is 100% the truth and yet the system is designed for some of those people to to be to fail to to not succeed right and and that is where you're grappling with this well what do i do because i've yeah. got one student who is is not doing work, is not engaged, but has communicated with me that they're having mental health issues, and so they're going to get a different treatment. Well, that's a privilege, right? The privilege, A, to be identified, to be able to self-identify and have support for the fact that you have a mental health issue, and to be able to feel empowered to communicate to the faculty member that is in charge of the courses that you're teaching, that you have these issues and that you need additional support. Those Those are privileges. And And often, for example, first generation college students don't even know that they can do that kind of stuff. So, so, you know, it's like, there's an example of how you can have a system that is designed for some people to succeed and others not. And they get, they get treated differently because they have different levels of privilege.
0: Yeah, so I, I don't know if I have a, a solution here. You have provided no solution.
1: There, there's no solution. I, I, I'm not provide. I mean, I am not here to provide solutions as, as is usually the case. Right. But what I am saying is like, this is, you know, when we talk about anti-racism, when we talk about like my college has said, we're going to be an anti-racist college, what what that means is very complex. Right, it isn't just we're going to hire more black faculty. We're going to try to improve our recruitment of of BIPOC students into our programs and help them succeed. Like all that's good, but that's table stakes because that isn't changing the fundamental systems that are in place and reorganizing ourselves. And and certainly one of the big areas that universities have, just like K twelve schools, have to take a serious look at is is evaluation of students. What is its purpose? How does it function in the university, and to what degree is it equitable? Not at the individual faculty member level, but at the system level.
0: So, what do you what do you think I should do?
1: I mean, <clears throat> I think I think partially. Well, here's here's what I would do, I, and it may not be the right thing, but here's what I would do: is I would first talk with the kid that is now coming to me. Um, saying, like, I know I'm gonna fail, but can I do X, Y, and Z to do points? And try and understand <clears throat> her situation and the degree to which it maps onto a version of the situation of the young woman who's got the health issues. Like maybe this student who's struggling has other things going on that you're not aware of and that would ameliorate your decision making on this. Maybe she you can say, I can give you an incomplete. I can we can work with this, we can do things. Um, but you know. Again, for me, I largely have chosen not to be the gatekeeper on these issues, right? And not to say, like, this kid is not going to get a grade. If if it's a kid, I, I want to be fair, If and I have had students like this, if it's a kid that I really feel like this person is not going to be a good teacher, not just because of the grade in their class, but because I know them and I understand them and I have a sense, this is not a, a person who's going to be successful in this field, I will talk with them, and we will talk with other members, you know, other faculty that they teach, and we'll talk about counseling them out, figuring a different path forward for them. Um, and,
0: but I mean that that we 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 throw around that gatekeeping term as a as a negative, like you know, it's it's like become a cultural thing, like oh, you're gatekeeping. Somebody's uh wants to become a fan, like. You know, finds Kate Bush, and it's like all of a sudden, hey, I love Kate Bush, and it's like, oh, you didn't love Kate Bush back in the day, so you can't back when be a fan she was today.
1: Good. Yeah. yeah,
0: back when you know. But I mean, that's what happens, and so there's like there's people who are gatekeeping the gatekeepers, right? Sure, <laughs> who like, watches oh, a Watchman, yeah. right? Right, exactly. And so, but the the, the reality is that we're in positions in which we, you know, there's an expectation of gatekeeping. Like, we're our job is to m- make sure that people who are not fit to be teachers. Ooh. I know. I use that term specifically. No,
1: I know. And, and but that's not the part I'm ooing about actually. I'm ooing about what you said our job is.
0: Well, I mean, I think I think if it's not us then who?
1: Well, I don't know, but it's our job. No. It's our job. To, okay. So let's say, <clears throat> let's say that is our job. It's one of our jobs. I mean, I wouldn't well, say, okay, it's that's our- a, That's it. That's a nuance. I like that. Let's go back to that. It's, it's potentially one of our jobs,
0: right? Like, so if I, like, if we see a student who we recognize as being ethically challenged, right. Or has some disqualifying thing yeah I don't even know what that thing is. Sure. I I I tend to like where I go is the the ethics morality you know say we find some student who is just this you know racist who comes in the classroom and says like so that student is your, in your class and it is like you know is a professed racist and says I don't think that these students Belong in my classroom will ever be successful. What th- those students, right? Mm-hmm. What do we do with that? I mean, I think it's a, like there's some gatekeeping that has to happen, and I want to use that like, we're yeah, so I, I mean, I, I know. Yeah, but We've you strayed you, you just, a
1: far way. Well, from. you you made a big shift there, brother. From from like a kid who doesn't show up to class and then wants points oh, at I the know. end to a kid who is like an an active neo Nazi in your class right. who wants to commit genocide. I mean, yeah. those are that's a pretty they're big, different
0: thing. I get it. I get it. I'm I'm on board with that, and and I, I I recognize what I did there, but but I think that there there is a role that someone has to play in 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 you know, uh, recognizing students who are fit to become teachers, who are fit to be—and I use that term "fit." Yeah. You know, because I think there are some people who enter our profession who are not fit to be teachers. I agree, and, and, and there's and a lot I of people wish who somebody teachers now right who are teachers who are not fit to be doing it, and I wish that somebody would have said this person doesn't belong.
1: Okay, so so you're you're now saying. That the purpose of grades is to determine the fitness of someone to do the job. No,
0: no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm just cycling back to if, if there is an evaluation process here, if I know that we're both, you know, we kind of bristle at that evaluation process, but sometimes that evaluation process is necessary because we are, you know, it's the same thing as as nurses. Like, if we have nurses who who can't, would you want a nurse who can't do a, a, a like some basic function? You know?
1: Okay, but of course we I wouldn't. Mean, but but I, no, but I think but that- here's here's the thing. Right? Is our schools are not actually designed, and this is the fundamental thing about ambitious science teaching. The shifts that we're talking about pedagogically, our schools are not fundamentally designed to give us assessment data about whether people will be good at jobs, right? Because schools are not authentic forms of, right. of practice. They are not like nursing school. Eventually in nursing school, you're doing some authentic things, just like we are in teaching. But, but the course that your students are taking right now, as authentic as you're trying to make it, is is not as authentic as actually doing assessment in a classroom. Right? Being a teacher and right. designing this assessments and evaluating.
0: I mean, they're, well, that's what I, that's what this, that's what this major assessment is. It's I agree. having, they're having, having but them, it's,
1: but it's not in the context of, of schooling in the same way it would be if, if they're a full-time teacher. Right.
0: Sure. Yeah. But I try to, admit, it's it's practice based. It's it's like, you know, it's as authentic as I could possibly make it.
1: I agree. And the, And, but the courses up until your course, and maybe even some of the courses that they're in while they're in your course are not at all like that,
0: right? right?
1: And yet they'll get grades in those classes and those classes will be used as indicators. So what I'm saying is there are probably lots of practicing teachers who got really good grades at university who we don't want teaching. Sure. Right? So, and we could say that's a failure of the system for gatekeeping purposes, but I think more realistically, it's it's that that it's gatekeeping in the way it's designed to gatekeep, and and certain members are certain people go forward in the system, and others don't. But it doesn't; it's not in one to one or even close correspondence to the quality of them as teachers. There, I think there there are people who can do well in school who are bad teachers. Oh yeah, and so that's a that's the other side of this puzzle right is is it's like we always pay attention to the the kid who doesn't show up to class and saying well they're not qualified well what about the kid who's getting straight a's in my class but is never but is actually probably going to be one of the worst teachers to graduate from my program
0: well i mean that it comes back to multiple data points right i mean if if the only data points we're getting on these students Is the data points of, hey, you know, how are they doing in classrooms on like multiple choice exams? Then yes. But I think our program is trying to be a little bit more enlightened than that, in that we have these class, we have classrooms that are connected to field-based experiences and field-based experiences. We, we, you know, all of us. As as teaching faculty are out there working and observing and providing feedback to these students in the field too. And then we as a group meet as a team, you know, biweekly to say, okay, who are our st- students that we're recognizing? Oh, that student's doing really well in your class. He's not, she, she or he is not doing really well. In, in my class. Well, I wonder what that what's going on there. My class is mm-hmm. at 9am. Oh, your class is in the evening. Oh, you know, my class is this, whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. But we try to, I think we're trying to be as enlightened as possible as in and and making really, you know, equitable perspectives, at least equity, equity minded so that we can get this full picture as we can for these students. Um
1: so if you're doing that in a system that's designed to be oppressive, racist, sexist, misogynistic, <laughs> whatever, whatever words I don't you want mean to pick. laugh at all
0: that stuff. I'm no, not laughing. I'm just I not know like, why you're laughing. But... Yeah. So if
1: you're doing it in that system, what does all that work? Right. Right. I mean, you're this right? is like this. This goes back to the like. I'm not a racist. It's yeah. like what you're what you're saying, and and I understand why you're saying it because you're right. Um, you're doing everything possible as far as you're concerned, and I, th- and I believe that you're doing everything possible because I know you and I know how much you care about this stuff, right? So you're doing everything possible. And here's the key phrase within the system, system, right? You're to right. try and work towards equitable outcomes. So what do you do if the whole system is actually designed not to provide equitable outcomes, no matter what you do?
0: So we go back to the, the writing professor who just gives everybody A's and says, okay, Well, it's
1: it's a way to deal with the system because he has essentially opted out of the system. He has said the system is fundamentally flawed. I don't have enough. This would be me rationalizing that, right? I do not, as an individual instructor of one class of these students or even multiple classes, have the assessment data that I need to make an evaluation of the student to determine their quality. And therefore, I am willing to circumnavigate the system by saying what now i don't know that i would make the choice that they made i think that's that's a different choice but their choice is look i i see i see grades as fundamentally unethical and immoral and so my choice is to say everybody gets an a right and and that You can say he abdicated his responsibility. And yes, I think there's a piece of that responsibility to what? Well, responsibility to a system that is fundamentally oppressive and racist. Well, maybe that's not an entirely bad thing. But whatever it is, he he has made this choice to say, I am unwilling to participate in that part of the system. The part of the system that he is willing to participate in is if there are students who want to learn how to write better, I'm here to teach them that because that's my job. My job is to make them better writers. So if they want to come and become better writers, then I will teach them, and they will become better writers. If they do not want to com- come and be better writers, then then that's on them.
0: Yeah, I think I th- I, th- I think where my head starts to hurt <laughs> as it started to hurt in the beginning. Yes,
1: yes. it was hurting yeah. in the beginning. And now we've returned. To I the was
0: ru- I was rubbing my temples. You started this, and here I am again. Um, is that it? It. When I cycle back to it, there's a part of me that, you know, leads into the evaluation piece. Like, you know, what happens when, you know, a, a professor down the road or a teacher down the road says, hey, this could get an A in your writing class and they can't form a sentence in my class. There's a disconnect here. Um, but w- I think we've already spent some time with that. But I think where where I want to instead go, go back to is how – is a new territory. as about motivation for students and learning. Okay, is well, that,
1: well, d- well, here's the question: Do we want to open another can of worms because we are <laughs> we are perilously close to running right so, yeah,
0: time? So we are, and um, if you, you're about to time own, bound. Oh, we're time yeah, bound.
1: We are time um, bound. It is well, a temp- I mean, temporal universe we live in, so we...
0: Okay, so here's here, here's the like, my last... <laughs> I'll just drop this into the bu- uh-huh. bucket, and then we'll just, just gonna, like... I'm going to run. Drop it's, this I in like, the this,
1: punch bowl and run away.
0: <laughs> right. Is that... Okay, so if... Like learning should be the, the the motivation for students. That should be it, right? It should be, and we're using grades as that being the you know the gold star, the hey sticker on your yeah, behaviorism. head. behaviorism. You're describing yeah, behaviorism. All, right, I am describing yes. behaviorism. It's it's a that's the. One of the fundamental flaws in the system is that, you know, we're using that as the main motivator for students. Like, hey, well, this A means something, right? Mm-hmm. And so what we're trying to do is change the discourse to learning being the motivation, right? Hey, you're, you can learn, you can develop, you can grow. And how do we motivate that in students? And that is the question, like, how do we make that be the thing? Because like, Clearly, there are students who are not. That's not their. That's not their. Their goal. That's not their thing. That's not their jam. You know, w- within whatever yeah. context that they're living and working, and you know, there's like okay within the I system
1: have, in which they operate, which is right, which is the oppressive <laughs> and racist and inequitable. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but but other than that, it's awesome system, right? Yeah,
0: it's I mean, a, it's a, it's hey, it's the it's right. It's the only system we got.
1: <laughs> this is like, who's that? It's like, that, it's, uh, it's, uh, somebody just told me it's Winston Churchill that said that not, I thought it was Thomas Jefferson that said democracy is a terrible system, but it's the, it's the best one we got. It's like, well, okay, but maybe it's time to start thinking about the, the products of our current system and whether this is really what we want, but, yeah. um, but we're not going to solve
0: that today. No, but all right. Well, this became like an Ollie therapy session. Yeah,
1: <laughs> you can get up from the couch now and stop rubbing your temples. Oh, Tell me about some joys. Yes. I'm the yeah. clamped.
0: <laughs> my 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 head hurts so badly. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, so I, I'll I'll start. I have a I have a quick one. Uh, Spotify wrapped. It is that time of the Oh, of there it is! Yep. Spotify Wrapped coming out, coming out, and I was actually pretty surprised at like my top artist of okay. the year. Yes, uh, which was which is Stevie Wonder. I was oh. shocked by that, right. and that like I know I listen to Stevie Wonder because usually when I'm in the car and I'm like driving someplace, I'll throw on. I have a Stevie Bops playlist right which yeah. is all like the you know fun especially like in you know in the summer windows down like you know playing yeah. some stevie, stevie that wonder. is just nothing better than that stevie wonder so stevie wonder was my number one artist of the year i listened nice. to yeah and the other ones were pretty surprising i thought there'd be a nina simone in there it was not it was pine grove it was otis redding um who else was in there uh yeah so i was pretty surprised that stevie no was no japanese breakfast no japanese breakfast but it's what I is know. going on the I metrics know. are all messed up but they are all messed up yeah mm-hmm. yeah and there was a I I was in this stuck jonathan richmond you know who this artist is no i was stuck in this uh this yeah i i was stuck in a a, a song zone for a while <laughs> where i just was listening to this on repeat just listening to it and, and that's just you know yeah way in um, the to top
1: yeah I remember that summer, re-
0: that summer feeling that's look it up. That okay. That's will look it up. Yeah. Yeah. We're not going to, I
1: was going to go down a Spotify rap hole, but a, a rat rabbit hole, but I'm not going to, I'm going to go a rat hole or rap, rat hole, rat hole,
0: ra- it's rabbit hole, but it's uh, you could, you could say rap rapid hole like wrapped. Oh, oh I, and I
1: know. The, and th- that's how we're oh, going to end the show. Boy, now you have talk a about, Talk about putting a turn in the punch bowl. Good Lord. A pun right at the end. That is rough.
0: A dad pun right there. Oh. Yeah, that's how I roll. <laughs> yes, it is. Um,
1: all right. Uh, I am going to recommend a, a book that my wife recommended to me and I'm almost done with that. I've, I've been enjoying and, and is a, it's a yeah, it's just a beautiful book. So it's it's called On Earth We're Briefly Gorgeous. It's by Ocean Viong. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that last name right, but it's V-U-O-N-G. Um, and he's a Vietnamese American. Um, and it's a it's a novel, but it's clearly based on his life. Um, so it probably shades into memoir at, at points. I don't know. Um, but it's it's uh, it's a f it's beautifully written. I mean, it's got lots of awards he was a macarthur genius so i'm not really promoting some edge case you know book that nobody's ever heard of like this is a this is a pretty pretty much solidly mainstream book but it's just it's a it's a lovely book it's written as like letters from a son to a mother um and they and it's non-linear so it's it's got this Um, feeling of like you're pulling pictures out of a a box and you're like looking at the picture and then you're pulling out a new picture. And some of them are, you know, they're, they're organized thematically or at least some somewhat structuredly, but it's, but it's, it's just, I mean, he's really, I think, a poet, or at least he's done a lot of poetry, so it has a poetry sort of vibe to it. He he has a really beautiful way of choosing language and, and the way he describes things, but it's just a, it's a great book, and it's the kind of book, one of the things I I like about it, which is pragmatic, is... It's divided into small chunks, and I can read little bits of it at a time and not feel like I'm losing track of where I am in things, so I really appreciate that too, as as silly as that is to appreciate about a book, but but the the rest of it is just really good, so I, I recommend it.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, I don't know if we, we, we did as as good a job with talking about the equity of assessments, but I think we talked about the challenges of trying to be equity-minded. Yeah. Well,
1: I think, I mean, I think what we heard today is that this is a giant topic and that oh, we need to, we yeah. need to return to it and see if we can slice it into some pieces that might, um, that and, that and might I think make it more manageable.
0: I think, yeah, I, I, I guess to me, it's the, like, how do you work within the system and without, and try to change the system? I don't know. Yeah. Like, uh Yeah. Well, the, but these are the questions we have to ask, right? Like yeah. it, it's, it's,
1: it's, it's. I'm not going to say, say it's easy enough, but, but it is a default to work within the system. And I think we need to change the system. And, and, uh, you know, you and I are in relative positions of power to be able to do this kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, so, absolutely. so it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's beholden to us to figure out ways to make that happen.
0: So, well, there we go. That, that, that is something we'll tackle next time. Next time. Yeah. In between. In between ah thanks ah. <laughs> see you then bye now <laughs>